the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. All right, it is happy Wednesday, everybody. Texans fans everywhere. It is a Wednesday edition of Texans All Access. On a day off, which is always kind of strange in training camp to have a day off. But Mark Vandermeer and I do not have a day off. We met you and uh, talked to you this morning from 8 to 10, and we'll take you from 6 until 7 Tonight, we got plenty for you. We're going to hear from David Johnson a little bit. It is a What You Remember When Wednesday, and one of my questions has nothing to do with football, but I think I think it will make, if nothing else, it will make the voice of the Texans, Mark Vandermeer, laugh when he hears it. He'll laugh. I don't know if he'll laugh uproariously, but I know I will get a chuckle from him with one of these that I have for him for What You Remember Wednesday. And obviously, there's so much going on around the league and I on my Twitter I follow all the teams I follow all 32 teams so it's it's just kind of amazing to see all the different things that pop up on the screen everybody thinks they're going to the Super Bowl this year and of course by about October some of those dreams are extinguished for some and uh going very well for others at that particular moment but it's training camp there's always full of hope no matter where you are and a man that's always full of hope is my boss, my friend, the voice of the Texans, Mark Vanderbeer. Mark, good afternoon. How are you doing? I thought we had Mark. Maybe we don't. There we go. We're trying to get Mark back up here. Mark's just playing that silent game. You know how that goes. He's probably upset with something that I said, but that's no big deal. Because we're going to start this show off you got with me? the guy that – there you are. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. I'm all right, all right. You know what this is? This is just, uh, you know, home broadcasting. What can I say? Okay. Yeah, you're good. It. Listen, you know, you, this you're this it happens. Everybody has a false start every now and again. Everybody jumps <laughs> offside every now and again. See what you just can't do is you just it can't be a repetitive thing and it cannot be at the end of a game in a really big moment sort of thing. Like when it's third and 2 and you're facing the Colts and you're down by 3 and you want to get the ball back and you jump offside like you can't do that. You know My what I mean? My first John Calipari radio show uh, I I had to set up the whole thing by myself, and it was huge speakers. It was a big place. I mean, it was Calipari yeah. during the Final Four year, and yeah. uh, we had some feedback. And he said, turnover, you know. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, it happens in broadcasting. <laughs> it happens all the time, and, and sometimes it's kind of out of your control. I remember my very first game that I coached when I was in Jacksonville as a head coach, I had this laundry list of things I'm thinking of, all like everything I can think of. I'm trying to get it you know, down pat. I mean, I'm just 26 years old. I mean, there, there's so much stuff I don't even know. But they had told me that we were going to have the radio station. Our parents had paid for a radio station to carry our games. And I knew both the guys that were doing the games. One of them was a good friend of mine. The other one I had coached with for a year. So I knew them. And so they come out. They talk to me before the game. And all, everything's all set up. And they're like, okay, John, where uh, did you get us all hooked up with the phone line and everything? I'm like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, this is 35 minutes before the game. And I'm like, oh my god, I, I don't, I don't know. It was like the one thing I completely forgot about. I run inside and I'm trying to get the team ready to go, and I, I find, you know, there was a big phone line. I guess I was supposed to run, and we ran it from the press box all the way down to the, to the concession stand. It's like this 500 foot long thing. It's massively long, and we got hooked up, ready to go. And then I botched the first play call because I was in a I was all in a, just a frantic mode after that. So, um, yeah, it, that's it's quite all right. You 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 have you never I never got nervous, and uh, I knew you would be there. So uh, we're all good. Mark, today uh, I was either today or yesterday. I think it was yesterday actually. David Johnson had a chance to sit down with Drew Doherty, and I I don't know if you had a chance to read the piece by Ty Dunn of Bleacher Report. Did you read that yet? No. Tyler Dunn, who writes for Bleacher Reporter, I think does a, a really, really good job. He did a long, long, long short novella, actually, on the uh, the uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers thing up in Green Bay a couple years ago. And he, that. yeah, he got kind of a lot of backlash from some, and then some people were like, no, 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 this is good reporting and all that kind of stuff. 
I read it. I was like, wow, there's a lot of reporting going on. Well, he wrote a story in the last few days about David Johnson. And I would, I would recommend people go, go read it. It's, it's fantastic. He did a really, Ty Dunn did a really, really good job of capturing the focus of David Johnson in 2020. And I mean, Mark, we've seen that at practice. I mean, we've seen the guy, it looks like each run he's, he's out to prove something. Uh, Not exactly what he's trying to prove, but he's out to prove something. And when you read this article by Ty Dunn, it really sort of captures what it is that it feels like David Johnson is trying to prove to everyone. Hmm. It's good. Go read it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I want, I mean, I want to read it. And I know that, Look, David Johnson is a potential huge difference maker for this team. What I'm concerned about is if they do have health problems at running back, where do they go? What's the next stop on the train, right? Are they going to go with the depth they have? Are they going to seek help elsewhere? Are they going to get some help at the cuts? Are they going to make a trade? I don't know any of those things. I doubt they make a trade because as long as these guys stay healthy, these are the guys. But. The insur- we talked about insurance yesterday, Johnny. Insurance, you hope you never have to use it, and they have it at multiple positions. I don't know if they have a beefy enough policy. You know, there's. We talked about this on the morning show, mm-hmm. I believe, that the depth behind those two guys, the the Johnson brothers, it's unproven. You, it could be great, but you don't. You just don't know. You really have no idea until you test drive it, and you can't test drive it until at the earliest regular season games, and that's going to be tough. Yeah, absolutely. Well, David Johnson caught up with Drew Doherty, and, of course, Drew wanted to know how David was taking to Houston. How it was going thus far? It's gone great. Um, now that we actually have pads on, it's really feeling like football back again. And, man, it's yeah. been a long time, what, January? And we didn't even yeah. get to meet in the spring or anything so it feels good um the heat though that's different (laughs) coming from the dry heat of arizona to this humid um it just feels like it's weighing down on you uh that's probably the most different um that i'd have to say yeah some of us we like to say it builds character and some of us are still miserable anyway and some of us it's both anyhow uh you had an idea of how you might fit in this offense and what this offense might be able to do before you got here How's that changed, if at all, since you've been here and been going through it for about a week or two uh, as far as practices go? Oh, it's going good. It's going exactly how we've been talking, uh, me, Tim, uh, Danny Barrett, you know, and Bill O'Brien. When we talk, it's going really great, man. Uh, the way they're trying to fit me in, uh, my skill set, what I can bring to this offense and what this offense already has um, with Duke in the backfield. It's been really good getting to know those guys, getting to play with those guys starting to figure out how we could play together, um, getting that camaraderie together. It's going to be a very good offense to be amongst. Yeah, you talk about Duke. He was with the media the other day, and he's, somebody asked him, you know, hey, are you been surprised by what David's done? He said, absolutely not. And he said, <clears throat> excuse me, you guys had a bit of a kinship because you came out of college at the same time, entered the draft at the same time, and he's followed your career very, very uh, diligently. What's it like working with Duke? And what's it like when you hear those, those words said by him? Because he's done some things in the league, too. That's really good. Really cool to hear, you know, other players um, in the league uh, having high hopes, having high character about me. And I've been doing the same with him. Uh, you know, since our name is so close together, we went basically throughout the combine together, back and forth, uh, one right after another, throughout every drill, every event in the combine. And so we – like he said, have been uh, becoming very close. And like he said, we've been watching each other's um, career uh, take off. And it's really good to hear a fellow teammate and a player that I, you know, we both have been watching for me to hear that. It's pretty cool. Hey, you got a bit of a jump start as far as working with Deshaun. He came out there to Arizona, worked with you, with Brandon Cooks, Chad Hansen, some others. What was that like? How beneficial do you think that might wind up being, uh, getting that time with him? That was very, very beneficial for me, especially because we were able to already start, um, like I said, figuring each other out. Uh, He sees how I run routes. Uh, I see how he does a cadence, how he throws the ball, and we start to really build that chemistry together. So when we do get out here, it's not so much that I have to learn uh, about each other. It's not so much that we have to learn about each other. And that way we can, you know, start faster and not have to 
pick up on the little things as far as just him throwing it to me. We can start implementing the plays and how we want it to look, you know, on the grass. And for us to do that before camp was huge. That's great. You know, back when you signed, you met with the media in that initial uh, press conference. And you said something that really made my, my ears prick up. You talked about a dodgeball story from when you were, I think, in junior high back in Iowa. Can oh, you yeah. kind of expand on that and tell us what that was? Because I love dodgeball. I love play, playing dodgeball growing up. I love the movie and everything. I mean, what's the story behind dodgeball and you, David? So everyone always asks me, you know, how I became so good at catching the football. And what I try to tell them is that starting in fifth grade, we had a dodgeball league that we did every Friday um, that our science teacher from middle school, Miss White, had did every Friday. And what we did is, you know, we went to the YMCA and it was about, I don't know, 40 uh, boys and girls just playing dodgeball. And then we, it started getting very huge, very popular, where we started traveling around Iowa doing tournaments. And it was a good time just to have fun with uh, people around our age. And it was a teacher that was running it. So she was, um, you know, making sure everything was uh, going well, no fights, nothing like that. And her thing was, though, if you get hit in the head, it's, it's dodgeball. So you will get hit in the head. So I don't want to hear anyone crying. I don't want to hear anyone fighting and complaining because this is dodgeball. And um, she was really good at making sure everyone was tough and that, you know, if you get hit in the head, <laughs> so be it. It's, it was fun. It was, it was a good uh, thing, good competition uh, that, you know, I started doing it. I mean, I think I did it all the way through probably ninth grade, and it was a good time. God bless that woman. She's got to be the only educator in existence that <laughs> didn't call you out if you got hit in the head. What, what sort of rule is that? You can't be thrown out if you get hit in the head. That means you've, you've made a good throw, right? Exactly. Especially when someone's dodging, so yeah. people duck, you know, it's part of the game, you know, don't <laughs> cry about it. When you get hit in the head, you just play on to the next play. Now we know your hands were great, but could you smoke some people when you threw the ball? Oh yeah, I was good. I was always <laughs> the guy that people wanted me on their team. Uh, and I was always the guy who, I don't know why, but I always ended up being one of the last guys. And, and just, you know, we had the same thing as if you catch the ball another teammate gets to come back in. And so we had some great competitive games going on. That's awesome. So I, I take it you've seen the, the movie Dodgeball a few oh, times, right? Most definitely. Which Dodgeball character from that movie do you identify with most? <laughs> That's a good question. I would say, uh, I don't remember the names, though. I would say, I don't know. I, I would have to look and see what the names are. Not the remember. pirate guy, right? And not, No, definitely not, not the pirate. Not the Ben Stiller. Not the man in the wheelchair. Not, not Patches O'Hulahan. That was the wheelchair <laughs> no, guy. No, no. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. Well, uh, this might be a pretty obvious question, but you start, you bench, and you cut these three games. Which of them get started? Which of them do you bench? And which of them do you cut? Dodgeball, hide-and-go-seek, and kickball. Oh, come on. I would say cut kickball. Okay. I would say start dodgeball and bench hide-and-seek. Bench hide-and-go-seek. Okay, fair enough. Hide-and-go-seek makes the cut. Good stuff. All right, yeah. do you play any musical instruments? No, no. I did, like, one year in elementary, I played the drums, but didn't last too long. Is there any musical instrument, like, you wish you could just pick up and, like, rattle it off and do it well? Guitar, for sure. I yeah. would love to. I always play Guitar Hero on the PlayStation, but yeah. that's not the same. I've talked to people that play the guitar. It's not even close. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they were smart about making it look easy because it's, I guess it's not easy. Uh, exactly. Did you binge any, you, you and your family, y'all binge any shows during the quarantine, during the shelter at home uh, order? So right now me and my wife are binge watching Hoarders. Oh, really? <laughs> Getting intense, man. It's some crazy episodes. People don't want to give up their possessions. I mean, it's wild. We just watched one the other day about a lady in South Dakota. She has her house. And she has a 15-room hotel of all just junk and stuff with a whole bunch of mice, feces, and stuff. And she did not want to give it up. I mean, it's wild to, you know, watch those shows. And people are literally going through that stuff. I don't know where I heard it one time, but it made me laugh. How do you think that show would do if you put a laugh track underneath it? <laughs> I don't know. It'd be, it'd be interesting. <laughs> you go to a pretty dark place. Okay, let's rank. Your name is David. Let's rank the Davids. You get to rank them one through five. You got yourself, David Johnson, actor David Spade, David oh. who slew Goliath, 
David Blaine, the magician or illusionist, and David Bowie, the uh, the musician. Okay, I'm first. I'm okay, first. good, good confidence. David, who slew, who slain the the giant? These two. Uh, then I'll have to go with. I like I like magic. David okay. Blaine. All right. Um, it's either Spade or which David was the Bowie, other one? The, uh, the the musician. Okay, I'll probably Spade because I, I like comedies. Him and uh, Adam Sandler are pretty good together. Yes. And then uh, David Bowie. I'm not a I'm not a musician, so I can't. It's you your know. rankings. No one's judging yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The judgment will come later. So. Yeah. <laughs> after the segment. <laughs> hey, what's the last thing that you cooked? Last thing I cooked. I just grilled burgers. I uh, just got a um, smoker. Oh, nice. uh, Traeger works yeah. pretty well. I we I like it a lot. Just got a Traeger and I just grilled burgers last night. Worked okay, then good. describe to me the perfect hamburger then or cheeseburger. Perfect cheeseburger. It's got to be a cheeseburger. It's got to be medium, you know, a little bit of pink, um, maybe a little bit of blood, not too much. Uh-huh. Um, the Iowa thing, you know. And then you know, <laughs> the patty has to be, you know, a little thick. You can't have a, a small, skinny patty. I mean, you're Amen. not eating anything. And then, you know, you, you grill it about four minutes, three to four minutes each side. And then after that, you know, about three minutes in, you go in there, put your cheese on. Uh, Kobe Jack, I'm a pretty big Kobe Jack person. Okay. And, you know, put the cheese on there, let it, you know, get a little um, warm, a little melted. You don't like hard cold cheese on a cheeseburger. Who does that? That's so weird. Doesn't so you got to do that. Exactly. And then, you know, after that, you got to have barbecue sauce. That's the dressing on top. You got to have barbecue sauce. Um, oh, nice. And that's, you know, that's just the, the thing that sets it over the top right there. Okay. Anything else besides cheese and barbecue sauce? Is that it? Normally, that's it. Um, okay. I'm a guy who doesn't like to uh, – I'm not patient when I want to eat. You know, when I cook, <laughs> grill, <laughs> I don't want to wait. So, so, you know, if I go to a restaurant and stuff, I'll get the lettuce, tomato, pickles and stuff. But when it's just me, I, I don't feel like being finessed with it and trying to make it an Instagram picture and all that. I just want to eat it. <laughs> You're a running back. You hit the hole when it, when it comes to burger. You, you, there's no dancing. There's no dance. North-South yeah. guy, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, David Johnson is a fun guy. I mean, he – I think he met Drew for the first time, Mark, when he did that interview with him, and mm-hmm. it felt like those two had known each other for about 20 years. Well, and he's the kind of guy you can do one of those interviews with, you know, really yeah. well. He's going to be automatically comfortable. Yeah. And I think a lot of our guys are, Johnny. I, You know, I know we say this a lot. We've said it over the years. But I think more than ever you have guys like that and guys who are willing to – do things in the community. Not that you never had that before, but I think yep. just top to bottom, the the amount of people who are like that, it's greater than ever in this organization as far as the players go. And I tweeted out a picture. We, we have a bunch of photos. We did a story on the players doing Zoom calls after practice. So they're all hot and sweaty. They just got through for with a practice. And there's a youth group on Zoom. And can you guys, you know, a couple of you guys maybe go over and say hi to the kids or whoever is on a giant Zoom screen in the corner of the field covered in shade so you can see. And so it's a little bit cooler. And they've been going over there and doing stuff. And it, I can't say enough about our players uh, doing things like that, and the people in the organization for making those connections possible because it's a lot of work uh, technically just coordinating it. I mean, for people who are way more organized than me to take care of that, and I just salute them. Yeah, absolutely. And they, I mean, I've been out there, I don't know, I walk out to the field probably like 7.25, 7.30, and I see Disney and Bree out there getting all the signage set up, even though there won't be any fans there. They're setting up the Zoom uh, screen that you're talking about. I mean, even though there are no fans there at, at training camp, everybody's doing their darndest to make sure that the fans feel like in the smallest, smallest way they can still be involved uh, with what's going on uh, with the Texans. No question. Mark, we've seen, I don't know, four practices, four, maybe five practices. And in those practices, I I feel like uh, minus maybe the one yesterday, I feel like that was maybe a little bit more Duke Johnson, Karan Higdon than it was David Johnson. But if the first four or five practices are any indication and David Johnson noted this in his article, uh, the article he did with Tyler Dunn. He wants to be a thousand thousand guy, thousand yards rushing, thousand yards receiving. Now, not many people have done it. Christian McCaffrey did do it last year, and he was on track to do it potentially in 2016 before he hurt his knee uh, at the end of the year. 
But, Mark, if he's used the way that we've seen him in practice, a 1,000, a 1,000 is probably not outside the realm of possibility, even though there are a ton of other weapons on the field with him. I could see David Johnson absolutely flirting with those particular numbers with the way it looks like Tim Kelly and his offense wants to get him involved. Uh, could you imagine if he – now, if he achieves that, a 1,000, a 1,000, that means, gosh, I think something's – I don't want to say something's gone wrong – but something's different about the receiving crew. There's an injury. There's yeah. something, Johnny. If David Johnson ends up with 1,000 receiving yards, 1,000 rushing yards, okay, Carlos Hyde had that. Yeah. But, you know, Lowe did, Lowe's did not have – there's low and there's Lowe's, and i got to get all this straight. Uh, Lowe's did not have uh, that many receptions, only 10. So I'm not sure how that's going to play out, that part of it. But I'll, uh, I'll love seeing him try, man. I love seeing him healthy, being a – big part of this offense with all the other weaponry and like we've said and i know the fans can't really see it obviously they can't see it they can see some of our highlights but a lot of close-ups and beauty shots and things like that when you see all those guys on the field together oh my gosh it's really impressive it's very impressive so uh can't wait to get that going september 10th for a frame of reference just so people kind of have an idea of how tough that thousand thousand is Mark, the other day I was watching our Hard Knocks from 2015. It just it, For some reason, it popped up as recommended on my, uh, on my YouTube. So I was like, oh, I want to go see what this was like. It's interesting looking at the personnel we had in 2015. Oh, man. Anyhow, I was watching Arian Foster. And as I was watching Arian Foster, I was just like, that I would have I loved to have seen Arian a little longer in this offense because I think he would have been used a lot like the way that David Johnson was used. But Arian's best year was 2010. He ran for 1,600 yards, and he had 604 yards in receiving. The next year, he had 1,200 yards rushing, and he had 617 yards receiving. So Uh, That that was was 2011. Yeah, that that was 2011. It was 2011, the second one. So he went 1,600 and 604 then he went 12-24 and 6-17 in back-to-back years. That was 2010-2011. And that's, I mean, you're still nearly 400 yards away receiving from being 1,000-1,000. I mean, that's how tough it is to get 1,000 in both receiving and rushing. He was, yeah. he was incredible those years, Arian was. And yet he still was about 400 yards short. That's 1,000-1,000 thousand, one heck of a goal, man. Holy cow. Yeah, it's really tough, and, you know, you're kind of – you're the bell cow of the offense, really. I mean, come on. You know, if you're if you're running for that many yards and receiving for that many – and Arian in 2011, you know, he went off early. Yep. The Texans had a 3-3 three and three start, a seven-game winning streak, and during that streak he had two 78-yard touchdown receptions, two of them, 78 yards. And one of them was like – kind of a dump off and mm-hmm. it wasn't like he made all these people miss and made an incredible move he he glided you know how yeah. he was yeah like arian's running free and he's on his way to the end zone <laughs> and pe- he's running by people but it's not like ankle breaking jukes and things like that just you yeah. know takes a cut here and a cut there and it's like he's skating uh really graceful wonderful to watch do his thing and i agree with you in 2014 with o'brien it was a little um I don't know, a little grittier, you know, the, yeah. the way they used him. But he was a weapon. I mean, that offense, you know, you had Andre Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, Arian Foster. I mean, they were they were doing some things with Fitzy throwing the football. The Dallas game, remember where they yeah. roared back the tie and everything? They had some moments, but uh, just not quite enough of them that year to go 9-7. and seven. Man, if David Johnson goes 1,000-1,000, holy smokes. I, I think you're right, though. I think if he does go 1,000-1,000, something has gone wrong in the receiving core. Yeah, from the injury standpoint. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I, I can't. It's it's weird. I cannot see anybody getting to a thousand yards this year. But you could convince me that three guys go over seven hundred. I think. Oh, yeah. I think that could happen. But that's we'll do that for over under someday. How many receivers go over seven hundred yards receiving? Maybe I'll say that for over under over under on Friday. We'll save it there because next, you know what day it is? It's Wednesday. So that means what you remember Wednesday. There's a watt, there's a hurricane, there's a bus, a strip sack, and some strip mall ribs. Those are what you remember Wednesday coming up next on Texans All Access. Texans All Access continues in a moment. 
Resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! What do you call a group of friends who spend every Sunday huddled around the TV for hours, wearing horns on their heads and blue and red paint on their faces, jumping with a Miller Lite in one hand and a hot barbecue short rib in the other, while proudly chanting, we are Texans. You call it Miller time in Houston. Here's to the Texans. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Calling all superheroes. At the Pelton Children's Center, all of our foster and adoptive parents are our heroes. If you've considered becoming a foster parent, there's no better time to attend a virtual informational session. The Pelton's families come in all shapes and sizes. They are single or married, working or retired, have children of their own, or no prior parenting experience. What they all share is a genuine desire to care for children and the ability to provide a safe and loving home. Learn more at thepelton.org. The Pelton, the official charity beneficiary of the Texas Bowl. Even now, while we're distancing, your body needs to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are ready with advanced technology and imaging to deliver custom treatment plans safely. And our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. We're here in Energy Stadium with our favorite people in Houston, our one and only Texans fans. So what are you guys cheering about? We're celebrating Dyke and opening the country's third largest manufacturing plant right here in Houston. Yeah, baby! That's over 5,000 employees already and still growing. Wow, those are some winning Dyke and stats for Houston. Sounds like they're one of our biggest fans. On three, two, one, Dyke Air intelligence! Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. It's Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale. Hurry in and save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. And save up to 50% on select mattresses from our top-rated brands like Sealy and more. Shop in-store, online, or by phone today. Don't wait. Only at Mattress Firm's Labor Day Sale. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Hyundai has always had your back. And now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai. The longer you look, the more there is to life. Drive home in a new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, starting at just 24575 Complimentary maintenance included. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Hyundai dealer today. Call 202-929-0073 for complete details. When Texans news happens, we report it. John McClain, the Texans are hoping to sign Deshaun Watson 
and Zach Cunningham do extensions before the season begins. Then provide the insight on what it means. I'd say a better than 50% chance right now that Deshaun gets an extension before September. And Cunningham is very, very close to being a genuinely stud inside linebacker. And I think he ends up getting paid like one of those upper echelon inside linebackers because O'Brien wants to be sure he locks him up. The best Texans training camp coverage. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Radio 610. Radio 610. Radio 610. This is Deshaun Watson. The bomb from Deshaun Watson. And you're listening to Texas Radio. My goodness. Of course, that was Deshaun Watson on a Wednesday, which means it's what you remember when Wednesday. Mark, you do a fabulous job of this. You have been around for every single moment of the Texans, dating all the way back to two, uh, 2002. So I like to answer. I like to ask these questions to see how you, some of these I was. I've been with you uh, with one of them in particular. Some of them not. Um, I think today's are all ones I was there with you except for one. But since we just heard Deshaun Watson's voice, let's start here. Mark, what you remember when in 2018 in October in Duval County, you found out that Deshaun Watson had taken a bus to Jacksonville? Yeah, when did we find that out? We were there already. We were there. And we, we saw didn't find the out bus. Sunday, yeah. We saw the bus outside the hotel, and it was like, is like there a country music act playing before the game or something? Yeah. Are we in Nashville? Where are we? What's going on here? And uh, the story, as it leaked through to us, was so phenomenal. I mean, we knew he wasn't on the plane because that's right. We knew he wasn't on the plane because right. you always get the manifest. We all get the manifest, but you bother looking through it. I mean, you're you're like Rain Man. You just look at it like Watson's name is missing. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at all these names. I'm like, I don't know. They're all here, right? I mean, come on. Uh, that's And that's the last guy I would think, you know, would miss the flight. Like, if we still had Jacoby Jones on the team, and oh. I love you, Jacoby, I might be looking to make sure Jacoby's on the flight. But not Watson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's here, yeah. right? Yeah. But he wasn't. So what was the deal? And we found out he was taking a bus. And I think that that sent a message to his teammates. It sent a message to everybody about how serious he was. And, look, he didn't take a yellow school bus there, you know, with no shock absorbers and everything and no entertainment. But still, this is a professional athlete, and that's no joke. You know, that's not a fun time. Maybe they stopped at Drago's. That's not a fun time taking that bus as opposed to the way these these NFL teams are used to traveling. So I was impressed. What I remember, Johnny, is being very impressed and thinking there is no way we're losing this game today. Uh, they're they're going to find a way to gut out a victory. And the other thing I thought was this, and I think people forget it, when they look at the stats, when they watch the following few weeks of games, and they thought, you know, the offense doesn't look that great. O'Brien this and O'Brien that. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. hey, you think Deshaun's ribs got better playing football in Jacksonville? Like, oh, his ribs were injured, and he had yeah. the collapsed lung. But now that he's played an NFL game, <laughs> I'm sure he feels much better. No, it doesn't work like that, people. For weeks he was feeling the effects, yet still got out there and played, and they won. They had a nine-game winning streak. And I think that not a big enough deal is made about that. And I know I'm Mr. Texan and everything, but everyone's like, well, they didn't win by enough. Come on. Give me a break here. They had a phenomenal run that year, and he did it with a collapsed lung and broken ribs. He's amazing. Yeah, he was – I, I remember not knowing knowing that he did not end up on the injury report. He was not an injury report. We did not get any updates on the injury report, but he wasn't on the plane. And I just never put two and two together. Like, wait a second, is he like is he coming later? Like, I, I did I didn't put two and two together until the next morning when uh, I find out when we get to the stadium. Hey, Deshaun's here. He just took a bus to get here, and then I, and then of course it registered for me because I've made that drive a million times. Houston to Jacksonville, Jacksonville to Houston. I made that drive a million times. It's not the it's the easiest drive in the world because it's just a straight shot. It's just straight all the way. It's I ten all the way through. If you want to go to New Orleans, you stay in I ten. If you don't, you go on I twelve. It's just straight all the way through. But it's long. It's arduous. And I just remember after the game was over, his bus was in front and it took off so that they could make the trip back. And he got back, I don't know, two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. And, oh, by the way, we had to play Miami on a Thursday night 
and he throws five touchdowns in that game and has one as one of his great games of all time on the Thursday after he'd taken the bus to Jacksonville. And that's when I thought this dude's on a different planet than everybody else, man. You got to be kidding me. He just did that in the span of six days. Come on, man. This guy's unbelievable. Okay. Uh, okay, this is a good one here. Mark, what you remember when draft day 2003 and the Texans draft Miami Hurricane wide receiver Andre Johnson? Well, this was a thing that could happen. You knew this could happen. They needed firepower. They needed weapons around Carr. They picked third. So you figured it's either Andre Johnson or Charles Rogers from Michigan State. And mm-hmm. thank goodness Detroit did not pick Andre Johnson. Because if you had reached for Charles Rogers, now, hey, see, I knew that Charles Rogers was not going to be good. See, I'm Charlie Casually, and there's no way I would have picked him. I don't know if he would have picked him or not, Johnny. I mean, yeah. I really don't know. What if Detroit picks Andre Johnson? Now, they were kind of <sighs> under local pressure to pick Charles Rogers. Yes. And they succumbed to it, and it did not work out for them. Think about Detroit in 02 and 03. Joey Harrington, Charles Rogers. That could have, would have, should have. I mean, I don't even. I, I can't say shoulda, but Cringe. that could have been phenomenal for them. You got your quarterback, and you got re- your receiver. Now the Texans did the same thing: David Carr and Andre Johnson, Detroit, Joey Harrington, and Charles Rogers. But for Detroit, zero for two for the Texans, a big one for two. Mm-hmm. And your drafting a receiver is going to go to the Hall of Fame. David Carr will not, but he does a nice job on the NFL Network. Okay, let me play a little what if with you. Are okay. you ready? All right. So let's say that Andre Johnson gets selected by Detroit and Charlie Casterly just isn't ready to buy into Charlie Rogers. Oh, who's there? I'm giving you the option. Here are the players that made Pro Bowls selected later. Terrence Newman, corner, Kansas State. Jordan Gross was a tackle, Utah. Kevin Williams, defensive tackle, Oklahoma State. Sizzle, Terrell Suggs, Arizona State. Marcus Trufant. Troy Palomalu, Willis McGahee, Dallas Clark, Larry Johnson, Namdi Asimov. Those were all pro bowlers in the first round. Of those players, in 2003, if it's not Andre Johnson, it is whom? I think, all right, so they definitely could have used O-line, right? Mm-hmm. So, and they knew it. Yep. So Gross was an option yep. at third if Johnson's off the board and they don't want Rodgers. Um, I'm wondering also Suggs because Suggs' name came up in pre-draft coverage quite a bit Mm -hmm. because they needed pass rush. They just Uh, lost Jeff Posey, not James, Jeff Posey. James is the former Rocket, played for Xavier. But anyway, Jeff Posey had eight sacks the inaugural season for the Texans, free agent signed by Buffalo in the offseason. So they needed pass rush. So I think Suggs. That would have been a good pick, Johnny. Suggs would have been a really good pick if you didn't have Andre Johnson in the crosshairs. Carson Palmer already gone to the Bengals. Um, Interesting. Very interesting. I think Gross or Suggs, those are my picks. Yeah, those would have been pretty good. Palomalu is down a little bit further at 16. That's probably about where he was going to go. He's the only Hall of Famer of that group thus far. I think Sizzle will go in eventually. Uh, But I think those would be the two Hall of Famers that come out of that draft. Uh, Oh, sorry. And Andre Johnson, of course. Uh, I always like asking you that question about Andre because of the connection you guys had back at calling all his games in Miami, and also you come to Houston, and then they draft Andre Johnson on top of that. I mean, I think it's just so it's so interesting to me that connection that you two have had for yes. uh, for that long. And you know, he was a guy, and I've said this before that I really didn't know well at Miami because the guys I interviewed were a little older: yeah. Ken Dorsey, Ed Reed. A bunch of the offensive linemen, you know, just more established guys as far as that kind of thing goes. But uh, Andre Johnson, look, MVP of the Rose Bowl. By the way, the Andre Johnson draft, super interesting for a variety of reasons because that was also Benny Jopru, right? Uh, Yeah. Didn't work out. Jason Witten goes in the third round while Jopru goes in the second. Yeah, pick pick number 41, Benny Jopru. Sandwiched in between all uh, Pro Bowl corner Rashawn Mathis. (laughs) Linebacker E.J. Henderson and Pro Bowl safety Ken Hamlin. Poor guy, man. Uh, Jopper could have been really good. We know this. It was injuries. He, I, you know, I always think there's a difference between injury bust and bust bust, right? Yeah, yeah. Anquan Bolden goes in the second round, and look, he put up huge numbers akin to Andre Johnson's. And guess what? Also in the third round, a guy who was drafted to play O-line for the Miami Dolphins. They yep. started him out at left tackle named 
Wade Smith. Mm-hmm. That was 2003. And Wade will be out on Sunday with Cecil, 2 to 6. You and I are going to join them, and yep. we'll have more details on that later. Okay. I got to finish with this one. I'll save the All two right. others that I have. What you remember when one of the best rack of ribs you ever had in your life <laughs> came from a strip mall sports bar? I was so happy because in Jacksonville, we never knew where to go. We stay outside of downtown, mm-hmm. which is always a, uh, you know, not a pleasant thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice little place. I mean, look, we're blessed to do what it's we quiet. do. It's quiet. It's okay. But yeah, we used to go to a Dave and Buster's, but they kind of shut it down or something. I don't know. There were always youth groups in there. So yeah. we couldn't get tables. So I don't know how we found strip mall ribs as we call that place. Yeah. Mudville grill. I think I Googled it and it turned out to be a place you were familiar with from your days in Jacksonville. And we loved it there. Uh, I loved it there. It was yeah. one of the best plates of ribs I ever had. And, you know, it just goes to show you, you know, great. You can have a great meal anywhere. You just never know where it might come from, right? One yeah. of my greatest meals ever is, is off a food truck in Philadelphia in March. It was a bacon and egg on a roll, um, and it was cold, and it was great. Strip best mall ribs. I, I remember when you ordered them. I was thinking, man, I, I hope these are good. And then I just looked over at one point, and you're like, these are awesome. Yeah. It's like, all right. Well, I guess we got our place in Jacksonville to go. And it's, you're right. It's it was a Nirvana for guys. It's like TVs everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's great to watch the college games on Saturday yeah. night. I mean, we and, we love anybody, doing that. Yeah, I shouldn't say for guys. I mean, DP's been with us there, but like oh, she'd yeah. rather go shopping sometimes. So <laughs> I guess I'm stereotyping, but you know, this is the the truth with her. No, this no, no, no. it's the truth. She's gone yeah. to that. She's gone to the St. John's Shopping Center, or whatever it is, the outdoor mall they have that they built after I left there. And because Cecil Shorts recommended it, and she went nuts oh, yeah. one year. She went absolutely crazy one year. So uh, there you go. Okay, we got to break it here. We'll come back. We'll go around the league, just some nuggets of things that have been happening around the league, including one that directly impacts Mark and myself. We'll talk about that next right here on Texas All Access. If you love podcasts and you love the Texans, You'll love our Texans podcasts. Now available on iTunes and HoustonTexans.com. It's Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale. Hurry in and save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. And save up to 50% on select mattresses from our top-rated brands like Sealy and more. Shop in-store, online, or by phone today. Don't wait. Only at Mattress Firm's Labor Day Sale. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. July's Houston Texans Star of Courage Award, presented by Apache, will be presented to Houston Fire Department firefighter and EMT Joshua Templeton. For the past seven years, Templeton has gone above and beyond to serve the Houston community. During Hurricane Harvey, he went door by door on a boat for three days straight, helping and rescuing those in need. And he has continued to dedicate his life to serving the Houston community and ensuring everyone's safety during this challenging time. The Houston Texans and Apache would congratulate him for being our July Star of Courage. At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick, and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa, and two slices of pepper jack cheese, because, of course, that's three new fresh things on top of two fresh beef patties, which all adds up to Whataburger's new limited-time pico de gallo burger. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. My name is Dean Grant of Resolute Oil. We were poised for significant growth in 2020. When the pandemic hit, it stopped us in our tracks, derailed us. We spoke with Amogee right away because we believed in Amogee and believed that they would come up with the best solution available. Without Amogee Bank, we would not be in business today. They make you feel, they make you feel important. We're, we're an Amogee Bank customer for life. Amogee Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. 
More Texans Radio is on the way. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. When Texans news happens, we report it. John McClain, the Texans are hoping to sign Deshaun Watson and Zach Cunningham to extensions before the season begins. Then provide the insight on what it means. I'd say a better than 50% chance right now that Deshaun gets an extension before September. And Cunningham is very, very close to being a genuinely stud inside linebacker. And I think he ends up getting paid like one of those upper echelon inside linebackers because O'Brien wants to be sure he locks him up. The best Texans training camp coverage. Houston Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. Love getting prices that are lower than low on backyard favorites like grill-ready hamburgers and fresh-picked strawberries? Then shop at Kroger. We give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the Kroger app, where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales. Plus, rewards like fuel points, giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com slash community. Slash community. Slash community. Now back to more Texans talk on Texans All Access. Yes, sir. We got one final segment this Wednesday edition of Texans All Access. Then it's time for me to get an MRI. MRI. Yep. Mark, no. uh, yeah, so tonight? I might have a doctor's note. Yeah, tonight. Uh, I might have a doctor's note in the morning. Just uh, just beware. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. I'm going to replay a show from, like, uh, you know, a training camp show from, like, 2012. Just to, <laughs> just to show what we were thinking back then, you know. No, I, I think Peyton Manning's going to be with that fused neck. Oh, gosh. They might do that to my back. They need to, man. Holy cow. I've been oh, in a really? lot of pain for two weeks. But, uh, yeah, going for the MRI. Uh, later tonight, that's Mark. I'm John. Mark, let's go around the league. We found this out today. The NFL sent out game day protocols to the teams today. And this note yeah. had me very sad. The game day protocol for pro football in a pandemic does indeed prohibit TV network, national radio, and team flagship radio sideline reporters. Punch in the Gut. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, it looks like first row, because even with tarping, they will yeah. not tarp the very first row. So photographers and people like you can stand there. So yeah. you'll have a slightly better view. You won't be as close, obviously, but yeah. your view will be a little bit better, a little elevated. You can still get information from the PR guys as to who's hurt and what the report is. So I think that, you know, look, it's not ideal. It's not what it was. But listen, uh, not that I got the world's smallest violin out here for you, but, <laughs> but you know we're we're hearing that radio booths on the road may be unavailable for us. So um, that is not confirmed. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm listening to the way the NBA is done and Major League Baseball. And look, these guys are all doing a really good job um, with the with the road games. They really are the yep. NBA bubble and the baseball games that are on the road because your baseball broadcasters are not traveling. 
right? Yep, So, correct. And they're pulling it off. They're pulling it off. They have multiple views. Let me just tell you something. You know, this, this might be inside baseball, as the expression okay. would go. But if we're going to do games at NRG that are actually on the road, like if mm-hmm. we're going to set up a studio and call it off monitors, we're getting multiple looks at it. Yep. And this stuff is not free. Uh, let me just tell you something. <laughs> it is not free of charge to get a, a high angle, an end zone angle, and whatever else like Andre would need, you know, microscopic Hubble telescope mm-hmm. angle, whatever. Uh, that stuff is not free. But, look, we'll do what we have to do to do a great job. And I'm still – how about this? Three weeks away, Johnny, and we still don't know. We yeah. still don't know. Plus, here's the other thing. Our booth at home, not this, no one will notice this, but our booth at home has been moved for the season. Because the coach's booth is right next to us, right? Yep. And mm-hmm. there's just too much crisscross and intersection and hello in the men's room and that kind of thing. Uh, that sounded bad. But uh, <laughs> you just intersect with these people way too much in the hallways and stuff uh, with the people who are tested every day and the people who aren't. So they got to move us, and that'll be fine. We'll be in a good spot. I don't mind. Well, when you told me that, you know, hey, you, obviously I saw this note and I texted you, and I just was like, Oh, my gosh, because I've lived on a sideline my entire life, basically. Yeah. And you're like, look, there's going to be a spot for you probably in the first you know, row or two that's not tarped off. That's where you're going to be able to go. I was like, oh, I'm totally fine with that. I'm completely yeah. fine with that. Yeah. As long as I got eyes on the game, man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. And, and, of course, look, I, I just personally speaking, I, I'm just I'm happy we've got football. I'm happy the Texans will be on the field. And whatever my role is supposed to be, it's going to be, and uh, with with your help, we're going to put together. Uh, with my help too, we're going to put together. Hopefully, one heck of a broadcast that everybody will want to listen to. But I just saw that and went, uh, okay, all right, it's going to be different. But you know what? This whole thing's been different. So we adapt, we adjust, uh, and we definitely move on. Now, the hope is that you and I are both at Arrowhead Stadium on Week One. One guy that we know for a fact will not be at Arrowhead Stadium, and this is a big one, Mark. Chiefs cornerback Brashad Breeland mm. has been suspended four games by the NFL for violating the NFL's policy and program on substances of abuse. The league confirmed on Wednesday. Breeland went to his Instagram and essentially posted an apology to his fans and to his family, teammates, coaches, and the Chiefs organization. That's a big one, Mark, because to stop this Texans offense without as many corners as you have in the building, I think it's going to be very difficult. Well, I know what Andre's suggestion is going to be on the very first play. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. go after the guy who replaced him because he might not be as good. So, I didn't even think that Breland and Charvarius Traver- Ward were that great to begin with. Mm-hmm. And now one of them's gone. Yep. And so at that point, Kansas City is going to be sitting there rolling in now, of course. Their safeties are good with Tyra Matthew and Juan Thornhill went back to practice this week and kind of ramping it up as we go. But the Chiefs' corners are Rashad Fenton, Charvarius Ward, a rookie, Bo Pete Keys, another rookie, Legereus Sneed, facing Cooks, Cobb, Stills, and Fuller. Yeah, that's the thing, Johnny. If you have all your guys healthy, you can really press the issue with them, right? Yep. Really? They have to make some tough choices back there as to who they're going to double, how they're going to handle it, and the Texans have to be able to capitalize. And like we said yesterday, I think it was yesterday, the days are blending together. We do two shows a day, morning and afternoon. Uh, I think that it, you know there's a lot to choose from here, uh, and it's really going to be up to the Texans to come up with, with that kind of game plan that can you know take advantage of these situations. And Absolutely. I forget the other point I was going to make, but, you know, it's the end of the no, show. That was good enough. Last one. The Titans waived the rookie quarterback, Cole McDonald. Cole mm. McDonald. Yep. And they added another quarterback. Does this name sound familiar? Trevor Simeon added to the Titans quarterback depth chart. How about that? They gave up on a rookie early and then brought in a veteran. Well, good for him. And I think that, you know, you have a guy with some playing time. I mean, Simeon's played some games in this league. Yeah. So should Tannehill have some problems, go down health-wise, whatever, they do have a guy who's been around a little bit. Look, he's not great. He's had some moments, though, and he's certainly capable. If you're able to just dump it off to A.J. Brown and he can run for a while or, mm-hmm. you know, Jonu Smith or any one of these guys and Derek Henry's carrying the – I mean, how could I forget him uh, – carrying the mail for you, you could be effective. And I think Simeon and that offense can be effective. 
Yeah, absolutely. And he's 1-0 against the Texans as a starter. Beat him on Monday Night Football. Thrumble. The site of the <laughs> Yes, exactly. We're going to do that show in the offseason. The games and plays with names. Good, bad, or otherwise. Mark, you're the best. Thank you very much. We will see you bright and early in the morning, 8 to 10. Make sure you tune it into our flagship sports radio, 610. Big thanks to David Johnson and Drew Doherty. Jake, back in studio. Great job, my friend. Thank you very much. We will see you all in the morning. And, of course, at this time, tomorrow, the general will be with us, John McClain, from 6 to 7. So, Keep it right here on our, our flagship Sports Radio 610. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you tomorrow. And as always, go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. There's a lot of information and misinformation being shared about COVID-19. Houston Methodist wants to share the facts. COVID-19 is a serious and potentially deadly illness, and you can infect others, including loved ones, without even knowing it. But it's also avoidable if we each do our part. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Stay six feet apart. Keeping Houston safe is a team effort. Together, we can make our city healthy and vibrant again. Visit HoustonMethodist.org slash COVID. Another hot day in Houston as this game gets underway. Here's the kickoff. Caught by Dykin. They're really stepping it up for Houston, Jim. Like all that financial assistance they gave for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. Yeah, Steve, they gained a lot of yardage on that one. Here's the snap. Oh, and look at that donation to Habitat for Humanity. Did you see all those AC units they provided for low-income housing? These guys would be on fire if they weren't so cool. Dykin is definitely Houston's biggest fan. They're taking this Houston team right into the comfort zone. Make the most of summer with Ford, America's best-selling brand during the Ford Summer Sales Event. With great offers on a huge selection of Ford SUVs and the largest selection of truck inventory to choose from. Get huge offers across the Ford lineup. So grab the family and head out. Ford's helping you make the most out of summer. It's easier now during the Ford Summer Sales Event. Based on 2019 calendar year total sales. Based on auto data compact and full-size stock inventory as of June 2020. Hey, parents and teachers, we know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football, all for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com community. What do you call a group of friends who spend every Sunday huddled around the TV for hours, wearing horns on their heads and blue and red paint on their faces, jumping with a Miller Lite in one hand and a hot barbecue short rib in the other, while proudly chanting, we are Texans. You call it Miller time in Houston. Here's to the Texans. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Are you missing out on Houston's most exclusive business network? Members of Texans Lux become your network, matching you with your executive peers at any of our exclusive events. With more than 10 off-season events per year, like trips with a team to training camp, VIP draft party, business luncheons, and more, you're provided year-round access to the network that works for you. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your network by visiting HoustonTexansLux.com. Hey, Houston, Keith here from Papa John's. Have you heard about our Picks for Six? <laughs> it's a special just for you. It lets you mix and match all kinds of different things, all for just $6 each. You can choose between our papadillas, a medium one-topping pizza, cheese sticks, wings, poppers. How about some garlic knots? Even the garlic Parmesan breadsticks are included in all kinds of desserts. So try the Picks for Six from Papa John's today. Order online or give us a call. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's, Houston.
Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Hey, Texans fans, are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Calling all superheroes. At the Felton Children's Center, all of our foster and adoptive parents are our heroes. If you've considered becoming a foster parent, there's no better time to attend a virtual informational session. The Pelchins families come in all shapes and sizes. They are single or married, working or retired, have children of their own, or no prior parenting experience. What they all share is a genuine desire to care for children and the ability to provide a safe and loving home. Learn more at thepelchin.org. The Pelchin, the official charity beneficiary of the Texas Bowl. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Sports Radio 610. Sports Radio.